When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. I'm Andy Bush. Welcome to the bonus round, your Monday episode of Guestimators, the game show where guesswork beats Google. Uh, this podcast is a place to hear all the key analysis of the Guestimators debates that have been getting the nation talking over the past week. I am joined, as ever, by Statman Matt and producer Will. Chaps, how are you doing? Doing very well, Bush. Thank you. Very good. I've just had a roast, roast potatoes, uh, still the winner for me. Uh, rosemary and garlic on them. Excellent. Still the potatoes continue to uh, occupy everybody's attention uh what meat did you have will if we can start this uh, little mini episode off with that question chicken i'll be honest we pretty much always we have a roast every week and we pretty much always have chicken it's uh it's cheap and cheerful and always delicious i yeah can't can't get enough of chicken and normally we have leftovers but today we had guests so no leftovers tomorrow sadly do you want know we have the same situation where i um you, you have like you know, roast chicken with people over, and then there's always quite a bit left on the bone. I never know what to do with it. Someday, I really want to do like a, you know, um, like a, a stock or a soup or something like that. Is it, is it difficult to do? I always threatened to do it. In fact, I we had, yeah, I always say like I'm going to do that tomorrow and keep the chicken, and then just it just never happens. I have done it in the past, and it is really good, but it's quite a faff because then you have to fish out all the bones and just. Yeah, it's quite a quite a mission. But to be honest with you, we we always have this is such uh, fun chicken chat. Chicken chat, but for especially for especially for vegan Matt. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I keep forgetting. But we yeah, we always have uh, we always fry it up the next day. So have like fried chicken and fried Ooh. potatoes and fried veg with piccalilli. What's that? All right, what's the uh, what's the weather like in 1978 there? Uh, <laughs> Pick a lily. Who has pick a lily in in two thousand and three, two thousand and four? Oh, I have pick a lily. I've never I've never heard of such a thing. Matt, what? Sorry, do you have? You have I do have pick a lily. It's a real Christmas thing for me. That it's pick a lily and like red pickled red cabbage. But that also does sound very eighties. His options. It? Matt's options are limited because he's he's ruled himself out of loads of good food by being a vegan. So just eats pickles. You would embrace pick a lily. Do you know what I mean? I don't even know what it is. What is pick a lily? define it it's pickled like pickled um cauliflower and just g- general pickled things i don't know that's Brilliant. a good question luminous it's luminous it's luminous pickled right, luminous yeah uh lpo it's an lpo <laughs> um, if well, um yeah so listeners if you do know what piccalilli is get in touch let us know on the uh, on, on all our usual <laughs> all our usual methods that's the end of the podcast there you go, guys. Bit of chicken chat uh, and straight into that. Um, my friend Brian's always going on about when we talk about, um, you know, roast dinners. He's always talking about the fifth meat. 
What is the? It's What's like the a, fifth like, meat? I don't know. It's shrouded in mystery. Whatever it is, the fifth meat. How many? So meats he won't reveal. He doesn't reveal. He won't reveal what the fifth, fifth meat is. No, it's like a forbidden, sort of forbidden thing. Oh, how many meats sounds, are there? Sounds sounds filthy. Like pork. Sorry about this. Just got to get this sorted. Pork, chicken. That's two. Um, beef, lamb, beef. Lamb. Yeah, that's it. Pork, chicken, lamb, beef, and then there's a forbidden fifth meat, and no one knows exactly what it is. Just I mean, there. obviously, at, at, at Christmas it's turkey, but what on earth else could it be? Not I don't anything know. else. What, what we should try and do is what? make this weekly Monday episode so incredibly difficult for um, vegan <laughs> Statman Matt to relate to. That he just jacks it in after a few weeks. And says, I'm sick of this. I'll just jump on at the end. Um, can we just before we kind of get in stuck into this uh, this little mini episode on a Monday? Uh, thank you so much, by the way, for everyone who has played the quiz and shared their scores and stuff so far. We love seeing how you're doing. We love that you it's getting you talking and everything as well. Your views on uh, the answers that the great British public have given. That's the whole point of guesstimators. Uh, but also, we have we have to say um, a massive respect to Bryony Gordon, our guest from last week. It was fantastic, wasn't she? Yeah, she was amazing. Uh, she loved the the third round about um average amount of time on the toilet which was if you've happened to seen the clip the little viral clip of her absolutely crying laughing at um some of the stuff that you guys the guesstimation guesstination have come up with uh, it's absolutely brilliant and also we've had quite a lot of messages from people saying that no one knows who the hell lynn manuel miranda actually is <laughs> just felt kind of thick He's... that we didn't know who it was you know what i mean I, I have to say, I know who he is, and I did know, and I was sat there in the corner of the room like, come on, guys, honestly, this is pathetic. I feel like we've, we've been vindicated by the, the great British public, because a lot of people have got in touch saying, loved Bryony, got no idea who Lin-Manuel Miranda, who that chap is. I, you, we, you did say before this record that you're not a big fan of musicals, so maybe that's why you don't know about him from it's the good. Hamilton world. It, it's fine. This, me not knowing who he is, has kind of like um, solidified my position in pure opposition to... To, um, any form of musical and musical theatre as well, and that's a that's yeah. a hill I'm willing to, to die on. Statman Matt, you didn't know who he was either, did you? I I, I didn't know, and I didn't realise Will did. So he, him just sitting in the corner, feeling embarrassed for us in in, uh, in <laughs> front of one his eyes, <laughs> rolling his eyes. Uh, well, like I because I, I wasn't on mic, I couldn't have like piped up and just been like, I oh hello, I do. Could <laughs> have interfered the uh, interfered with the record, so it would have been a bit a bit insulting. In another point of order about. Um, Last week's episode, I believe, Statman Matt, you'd like to make an apology to the great British public. I did, yeah. I made a bit of a boo-boo on uh, the outro of last week's podcast where I... Well, the truth of it is I actually wrongly marked everyone because, let's go into the weeds on this, my Excel spreadsheet had an error in it. You know, I'm Statman Matt. When I'm not recording, I'm literally, you know, I'm doing V-lookups on excel any real nerds out there will know will know what that means um but it meant that i said that joe our winner got seven out of ten when he actually got eight out of ten it didn't make any difference to the leaderboards but i just want um i just want that in the guesstimators annals to be said that i, I made an error i put my hands up and I, I'm, I'm sorry it's well, good go, to excellent. own up it's, it's good, to, it's own good up. to own up to yeah well done. Your deficiencies. Uh, and good use of the word annals uh, in this Monday episode, Matt. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. And also, a lot of people have been getting back in touch. We love getting messages from you about stuff that has come up in uh, each week's quiz. Uh, hi to Phil Richards, um, who, I don't know, was there some kind of back and forth a week or so ago about um, him and his love for frozen chips? Is that right, Will? Does that ring any bells for you, Will? Yeah, so as, as I recall, Phil was saying that uh, chips were the best type of potato because they're the 
easiest to cook and you Bush I think said how are chips easy to cook they're you know obviously very complicated and I said yes. he's obviously just doing frozen chips yes um, I, I thought because, he's making his own there's, there's me thinking he's like Rumpelstiltskin you know chopping away in an old like medieval kitchen but he's just I presumed he was just whacking him in in the um yeah that's what I presumed oven. as well but he's cut he's come back to us apparently so uh yeah fill us in and, and, he had, and, he, and by and by some degree it's a, he, he's actually done the little thread symbol which means there's a few messages here uh, you can get in touch with us at guestimators on x uh, we'd love to hear from you he says afternoon slow to respond to the foul accusations thrown at me in the bonus podcast this will take a couple of tweets here we go frozen chips heresy they have no place in my kitchen easiest chips are in an air fryer chip your spuds a little oil at this point you can also season my son likes them cooked with chili flakes for spicy chips my air fryer has a rotisserie basket so they come out evenly cooked and crisp deep fat better of course but harder as for baked this is the most hurtful thing you guys said i don't own a microwave nothing good comes out of these things so why bother bush's loaded skins is the only way to eat a jacket spud but i would argue it proves my point because he was working hard on the filling Sorry for the rant. Uh, I would have sent a voice note, but I was too upset at the time. Also, I did terribly at the most recent quiz and couldn't keep my disappointment out of my voice. Uh, yours, Phil. Thank you, Phil, for getting in touch. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Phil, uh, Phil that is really funny. Yeah, I do now recall what happened. And I think I said that, yeah, you obviously cook your bake. He said that chips are way better than baked potato and they're way easier. I still... If he's cooking chips in that way, that does not sound easier than a baked potato to me. Yeah, I don't want to get, I don't want to like get into it with him because he knows, you know, someone might know their shit about like history or they know their shit about politics. Phil knows his shit about chips and frying, doesn't he? It's like, don't get into it with him because he'll just, he'll carve you up. Yeah, rotisserie, what's it, rotisserie? He, he just said he chips his potatoes. How, I don't, how do you chip a potato? That sounds complicated to me. Like, I don't, anyway, I'm impressed with Phil now and I think, Great guy, clearly um, got some anger issues, and that's fine. Let's not you prolong know, the beef. <laughs> let's not prolong the beef with him, Will. Let's just uh, let's just agree to disagree with him and, and, and let him get on with his life. I completely agree with Phil, by the way, on the microwave point. I've not owned a microwave since 2005. What do you do for beans, then? Do you have to put beans in a tin and get a messy messy saucepan? In the, in the saucepan, clean it up. I think they taste better done in the saucepan as well. But maybe this is me just, I, justifying I, I, my I lack agree, of microwave. No, I agree, I agree on that. But defrosting things, that's, that's yeah, the only on, thing, on, only man. purpose for a microwave. You need to be prepared, um, don't you? And the air fryer movement has completely passed me by. Oh, well, I'm very close to... My, my mum has just bought one. My mum and dad have bought one. And they've been banging on about they've been doing like chicken and chips in 40 minutes. So I feel like I'm that close. I'm that close to getting one. But we'll, we'll just have to see. We will just have to see. Uh, in other news, there's also quite a lot of kickback about a uh, great question on last week's quiz about the most confusing um, British accent. Uh, Statman Matt, tell us a bit about this. Yeah, we've had a bit of a uh, bit of inbound on this. Um, one person sent us a, a message on WhatsApp, so I don't actually have their name, saying the British public don't have a clue what accents non-British people understand or not. Yeah, the top ones for me would be Belfast, Leeds, Glasgow, then Liverpool, Manchester, Newcastle. There's a long list here. Then Birmingham. And then Essex, Essex, not strictly a city. Um, sorry about that. It's definitely not a city. <laughs> yeah. No one from outside of England has ever understood an accent from Leeds at the first, second, or third <laughs> try. It's basically not English. Oh wow! 
Leeds people from Leeds listening to this, you having that? Your, your accent is basically not English. I would say they're fairly good to understand. I mean, I used to play in a five-a-side team with a lad from Leeds. He used to call me Duck and Love quite a lot. But yeah, they I, I love, found it they quite love endearing. That. Uh, we have. Do we have a voice note? We, we have do. a voice note from. Is it from this person? It's not from this person, but I didn't get a name from that person, so it could okay. have been Australian for all we know. Um, so yeah, let us know. But we did get this voice note through from a bona fide American. Hey, my name's Mike Hagan, from New Jersey originally in America. Uh, I've lived in the UK past four or five years, and it's pretty extreme. I mean. Compared to the U.S., if someone comes to the U.S. or sorry, if someone comes from the U.S. to the U.K., uh, I can't really guess where they're from based on their accent. But in the U.K., you can really tell, uh, you know, if you're northern or you're southern, or because the northerners generally sound more like Scotland. Southern's kind of its own thing. The craziest one has been Wales that I've heard. Uh, the Welsh language sounds like some, nothing I've ever heard before in my life. I still can't really pick out a Welsh accent speaking English. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Mm. Welsh didn't really come up, did it? So he singled out the singled out the Welsh there. We didn't that that didn't come up, did it? No, at all. It's really interesting that because I feel like Welsh is quite. I mean, obviously not Welsh. The language is obviously impossible, but um, Welsh the 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 sort of the lilt is it feels quite soft and well, i mean i i feel like i can i can tell where americans are like regionally from when they come over to this country do you know what i mean you can you can tell like a, a boston accent or like new york or new jersey or deep south or whatever bit in the middle i don't know about the bit in the middle maybe the bit the middle bits i can kind of tell california kind of tell maybe northwest but that that bit in the middle if you're American yeah. and you're listening to this and you're in that, what I'm calling that bit in the middle, uh, what kind of accent is that? Because I, I couldn't really term that as a particular thing. But, hey, good on him for getting in touch. It's, it's good to get some kind of, uh, you know, views from people about whether we're on the right lines with these things. So, yeah, good on Mike for recording it. Thanks, Mike. And speaking of which, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, whether you want to have a pop at some of our answers or a pop at some of the questions or just have your right to reply, your your democratic to ri- uh, right to reply like Mike there, uh, you can get in touch on email, hello at guestimators.com, social media, we're on all the main ones, at guestimators on X, for example, and voice notes like the one Mike just sent, 07457 404279. That's 07457 404279. The link as well is in our Twitter bio. Right, this is the big thing. This is why people are in on this particular episode. It's the steer on this week's quiz. What are we quizzing about this week? Statman Matt. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So this week's quiz is called Gifting GAs and the Weekly Grind. So the... Um, the first round, uh, it's a really simple one. It's all about ranking what's the best day of the week. From best to worst, what's the best day of the week? Yes, I think everyone will have some fairly strong views on that. You might be listening to this right now and you've already formed an opinion. Hold your horses, play the quiz, let us know what you think. 
Especially on a Monday. If you're listening on a Monday, you're going to be... Uh, no one likes a Monday, apart from when, obviously, when guesstimators drops. Well, this is it. Like, Maybe yeah. our, this, this incredibly high-quality chat that we've had uh, from, you know, uh, American callers to um, the fifth meet <laughs> picks people up, perks people up on, on a Monday. Do you know what I mean? So we've, we've, life imitates art and it imitates life. So let's see what happens with that. Right. So, and the second round, I mean, producer Will laughed as I said this out, out loud. It's all about when's the best time to wear a GA. You know GA, right? It's, it's one of those, like, it doesn't have arms and it's like a coat. What I'm going to do, Matt, is I'm going to just stop you there. Let's let's talk about this in the actual quiz because um, uh, there's, I, I think people listening will know that there's obviously issues there <laughs> in this question. And we'll, we'll we'll unpick it when when the main episode drops on Friday. Let's just leave it leave it at that. Let's keep the powder dry. Fine. It's giving it's giving me a bit of dread though for uh, for the next four days. Oh no, nothing to worry about. <laughs> good, good. Um, and you know, it's it's actually going to be our Christmas special episode this week. So we have thrown in a Christmas question, which is all going to be about what is the optimum amount of money to spend on your partner for Christmas. Something that's um, yeah an important topic right now. I'm guessing. Yeah, mm, it's okay. always a tough one. Have you guys bought your your partner's Christmas presents? We don't do we don't do Christmas presents. Me and Katie. We, we uh, I feel like people have got their stuff. You've got stuff. Like we will do birthdays and everything, but we get stuff for the kids. We don't, we're not going to leave them out of this. But um, me and my other, my other half, Katie. Me and my Katie. We just don't don't get each other anything. We just we just say don't do not not a single thing. You don't get anything. Nope. Our, our love for each other <laughs> is enough. I, I I haven't asked Katie about this, but I do feel like she probably feels that uh, just being able to being in the same house as me on a nightly basis and just hearing a bit of my patter and my joking whilst I'm doing the dishes and those jokes that I do such as out with my eldest daughter today pretending to flag down a C2C train when it's pulling into a station <laughs> that kind of stuff it's that top level humour that, that it's more than any Christmas present I would say so, so who do you get Christmas presents from Len Bush um, my other half's family and my mum and dad and my brother that's, that's kind of it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> It's, it's, it, was good, it was good years ago. Christmas was good years ago. Do you know what I mean, wasn't it? When you were like 10 or 11, you're getting Transformers and stuff and tennis rackets and all that kind of thing. Brilliant. And then as it just gets on and on, people start buying you stuff like um, pads for your knees if you're going to kneel down and do gardening. Or, and the, you know, it's just it's like a body blow. We get socks or underpants and it's just a body blow. Because you think, well, that put, is, is that where I'm at now? I'd put a frying pan on my uh, <laughs> shopping, on my Christmas list this year. I'm really... Uh, hoping I get it. Outrageous. I need it. I need a. I need really? a new frying pan. I really hope I get it. God, come on, Santa. If if I got a frying pan for Christmas, I, and I would I would make sure that I had a signet ring with cyanide capsule in it, so that I could just I don't know, take myself out of the equation. I also partly just like the idea of someone wrapping it. Wrapping a frying pan is such a nightmare for <laughs> and trying to hide it. Yeah. Hide the shape. Like, oh, what's this? Hide what the pan. could this possibly be? <laughs> it's a tennis racket. What a surprise. Oh, yeah, it could be, actually. Yeah, to be fair, really heavy, really old 80s tennis racket. Or a banjo. Um, yeah. Could be a banjo. That's a very, very good point. Um, well, let's just throw that straight out there. If there are any other things you think, uh, if, you, if you've been bought a frying pan for Christmas, what other items could it be? Yeah. What could so it be? So it's that and the fifth meat. What's the fifth meat? And what is the yeah, fifth meat? And what's a, what's what looks like frying pan? And also, right, one other question. Sorry, listeners, we're throwing loads of questions here. Can can you think of a subject that vegan Matt would be like straight in there on at the start of next week's um, bonus round episode? Because I feel like we've talked about meat quite a lot, and I feel like Matt just his attention drifts slightly. So, 
Um, if you're a vegan, well, give us something you want, you know, couscous or something. Something you want to, uh, <laughs> you guys could want to chat about, and we'll do that right at the start. That's a good idea. That's what a really that? good idea, actually. So, Matt, one more time, tell us what the quizzing categories are uh, in summary for this week. So, the quizzing categories are: it's going to be round one is going to be about days of the week. Two is about GAs. So you're still both laughing at that. And Christmas presents. Lovely job. Well, listen, plenty to ponder there. It's now over to you, our dear listeners. Make sure you are registered at guestimators.com to be able to play. You'll be sent the link every Monday morning. You don't have to do anything. Just click on it, open it, get playing. Let us know what you think. Godspeed, quizzes, and we will see you in the next episode. (laughs) 